Tell me I'm sexy. Come on, you can do it. Come on. <laughs> you look okay for a man. Who wants to fucking touch me? Hey, buddy. Hey, gay. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. See, we reversed it today. We didn't do the same opening. Um, It's Super Bowl Sunday, my friend. Yeah. And you're going to be working your ass off. You betcha. Yeah. <laughs> You have like no thrill today. You just got to go out and bust your ass for people that really don't want to see you for any more than 10 seconds. Yeah, I don't want to see them for any more than 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, good either. point. I know. It just seems so like unrewarding. Like, give me your pizza and go fuck yourself. You know? Well, I, I would prefer that there's a tip with the Did, are they versus good? go fuck yourself. Are they good today? Yeah. Well, here's the thing is last year, I had, you know, because I, I, I do this every year. I, you know, you add more shifts. All right. Last year, got all the added shifts covered, and if you remember, it snowed to the bejesus. It was a shitstorm. And one of the guys, not that was added, but that was his actual shift, they didn't plow his neighbor. He couldn't get out of his driveway. Mm -hmm. So I had to go in and deliver. Um, This year, nobody picked up the... They pick up the extra pizza shift, they pick up the extra phone shift, but nobody picks up the shift where you actually make money. All right. Extra money. Um but last year I made 160 bucks, and I forgot that a girl, uh, Carlin, who works for us, uh, well, she works. She has a full time job now, but she just picks up shifts. She used to work for us, okay. And she worked last night, working bar, and she goes, and we started talking about Super Bowl. I forgot she delivered. She picked up driving all day on the Super Bowl, yeah, and she made like 60 bucks the whole day, day and night. Really. And she's like, I got stiff so many times, and I'm like, I forgot about that. I forgot that I made a ton because I came back and I gave a hundred bucks to the kitchen, and it, it seemed like more people would stiff for some reason on Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know why. It just well, they order a, they order maybe? they order a lot of pizza, and they think that that's the two dollar tip. That it's a, but <laughs> it's just luck of the draw. I mean, I just got I got good tips. I was getting you know seven eight dollar tips on thirty dollar bills. And how how getting, long were you driving around? I drove from like four to nine. Oh, okay. That's not so terrible. I would assume like people would be ordering pizza well after the game too. Like no, no. At halftime, it starts to spike, up and we close quick. at nine anyway. So. Okay. Well, uh, you know, we wanted to talk about the game and everything, but we we do have a listener. I think she listens occasionally to the show, Jenny Donahue, and uh, I I continuously Does see she? posts on. I, I would assume she's listened once or twice. Okay. But she always posts about being a server. I see her. Two three times a week, and I don't. I've never even discussed the show with her. I don't think. Well, maybe she doesn't. But I. Well, she talks about stuff we we've spoken before on the show, and I, I found a topic on the uh, the interwebs that just reminded me of her because she continuously posts about being a server mm-hmm. and <laughs> how she's on her last end of the day, like last straw, if you will. Like she yeah. she just gets really upset. She she vents to friends. She doesn't uh, you know do it obviously to the customer staff. No, no, she's a very good employee. She's, she's yeah. She's a she's very rarely, if at all, have I ever heard her be like, you know, motherfuck this and this. Place. You ever see that movie Waiting, with a girl that swears a lot, but when she's in front of the customer, she's like, "Hey, how you doing? It's good yeah. to see you guys." She's and- good. She's smart. She knows she knows when to step in certain places. She's mm-hmm. always willing to help out. So it's it's good having she's it's very nice having her as a as a employee. So we we did a bit on this show, you know, what to tip for uh, servers and stuff like that, depending on what your industry is. I found an article called Eight Things You're Doing Wrong at the Restaurant," written mm. by waiters and waitresses. Okay, I don't know if you want to do that real quick. Sure, let's yeah. talk about it. All right, so um, it's it's real quick and. And I don't even know if I agree with all this noise because, to be honest with you, some of it seems kind of like I do that at a restaurant and I'm a server. So let's just hear your point on it. Um, First and foremost, and I'm sorry about the dead space. I want to make sure I'm reading this right. Calculating your tips based on discount prices is an absolute no-no. The server worked just as hard to take your value uh, and you should account that into tipping. Correct, Amundo. You tip on the original price. All right, I agree with that one. All right, see that one 
pretty self. I used to go at that with. We used to get a discount at Universal, and I used to go to lunch with this guy Josh, and I always had to over tip because mm-hmm. he he was so cheap, <laughs> and he would tip. We'd get a discount, and then he'd tip on the discount, and he would tip no. barely fifteen percent at that. And I, I, he's like, well, what's the use of getting a discount? Yeah, and which yeah. is wrong. I'm like, no, we're still saving money. Well, sure, sure. And, you know, they have this thing at the the wine bar, the corkage fee I've spoken about before. You know, if it's a $15 bottle of wine, it costs $25 to drink in the place. If for some odd reason that fee gets waived, your bill is now $10 cheaper. You really should consider that. <laughs> well, yeah, going into it's, the tip, you know? it's 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 common courtesy. Yeah. So I used to, you know, and I think I've said this before. My dad used to always tipped. I told you that story where he was like, "Well, she, there goes her tip." I'm like, yes, "You're not going to yes. tip her." Like well, she's grandpa. only getting fifteen percent. That's it, you know. And I'm like, oh. "But I, used, <laughs> I told him when I started waiting tables, just pick your tip mm-hmm. and then throw an extra buck." I'm like, "You don't know what that extra buck means a lot. Means a lot and to that, that person." I go, "What's a buck to you? A buck to them helps make their night better." That goes straight into the second one. Fifteen percent. <laughs> It should be the low end of the tipping. Scale. Yeah, yeah. And I think I agree with that one too. I usually tip. I usually tip twenty, depending on if this if if the server is pleasant and moderately adequate, I'll probably tip eighteen to twenty percent. Yep. You, you, um. If they, if I really find them to be exceptional, or for whatever reason, I'll tip more than that. There's a lot of cheap fucks out there. I'm sure they're going boo. <laughs> well, I dropped. I dropped. Uh, we went to a thing Friday night, and I dropped twenty percent on her because she was she it was packed and it was like a comedy trivia thing. All right, and she just everyone sat for like two and a half hours. It was like a private thing, and you know she was squeezing, but everybody it was really tight, and she was right. squeezing between tables, and she was good. And so I dropped twenty percent on her. She's just you know working working the room, yep. friendly young girl. Just it goes a long way, dude. Goes a certainly a long way. Just a smile goes a long way, but you know, fifteen percent I think is the bare bones minimum. If you go lower than that, you're you probably don't eat out very often. That sounds dirty. Um, number three, and this is I'm going to read this verbatim. It's okay to bring your kids to a restaurant if they're able to behave. Let's face it, you know your kids better than anyone else, so you should have an idea how they're likely to act while dining out. Running, yelling, food throwing, and fussy eating are behaviors that not only you, but your server and fellow others will have to tolerate. You should leave your kids at home in these scenarios. No. Now, I, yeah, I, I didn't know if you're going to differ with me on this one. Because you and Amy say you have a nice night out. Mm-hmm. You hear some kids yelling. Obviously, you know, you've babysat your nephews or, you know, kids yeah. before and blah, 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 blah. We haven't had interaction with children. Yes. You you know kids. You know kids. Do you want to see that when you're out on a, an adult night having a good time? I'd prefer not to, but as long as I see that the parents are making an effort. Yep. To, it's the ones that just sit there and ignore that kids are in shoving shit in the toilet. That's and, what I get mad at. Um, you, I've had both scenarios. The kids running around like crazy, and you, you ask the parents to corral the kids, and they just ignore you. Um, the other night we had a big party with a bunch of kids and these boys, there was like four boys and I watch them go running back to the bathroom all together and they're yelling and doing, and I walk in the bathroom and I go, guys, there's other people eating. You need to calm down. And they go, okay, sorry. Did you say it with that voice too? That sounded threatening. That's the Luke voice. (laughs) Um, you sound like everyone's principal. As the night went on, we noticed the parents were very good about, you know, you yeah. should be respectful. Da, da, get in that seat. You know, da, 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 da. pick up that blood. Doing that. You, Angie, pick up that blood. <laughs> but they actually, yeah, I hope we weren't, I hope our kids were okay. You know, mm-hmm. and they were very nice. And I've had the other scenarios where the parents just. But. Yeah. I mean, I, I might have mentioned this on the show before, but uh, we've, we've been scoffed at with Ellie uh, sitting with in. Ellie. Yeah, because she likes to look around like she'll stand up in a booth and you know peer over the side like sure. kids do yeah and then i've actually overheard people going oh, can you believe this little girl like <laughs> the parents should control her control her <laughs> i don't, For, I don't she wasn't yelling she wasn't making noise i don't noise. see elise throwing freaking tantrums in restaurants they i mean i'd like I, the kids I, as long as they're not like running around acting like fools yeah um they're fine and i think a lot of people always need to understand that if you have children you need to get out of that fucking house sometimes it you want to feel like you're part of civilization again because 
I'll tell you what, most of those families with kids are not going out consistently every week. This might be the one day a month that they go out and enjoy like a meal outside where they don't have to wash the dishes and shit like that. So, you know, you got to think of it from that angle too. As long as you're not a babysitter to the kids as the waiter, there should be no issue. You know, I actually, <clears throat> as a waiter, I'm trying to remember what I, I want to say it was when I waited tables at Earl's Cafe. So this would be like 1997. Jesus, <clears throat> oldest. There was fuck. a. a <laughs> Young couple with a baby, and they were, like, taking turns, one eating, one holding the baby. All right. Done that. I said, here. And I sat in a chair. We weren't busy. I sat in a chair next to them, and I held the baby while they ate. That's friggin' adorable. And I said, you know, come on, you know, get some. They weren't like, who's this creeper that wants to hold the baby? No, I sat next to them so they'd see I wasn't, like, wandering around with their kid. (laughs) Um, And I just said, I'll hold the, you know. You want to see the kitchen? And I sat there and played with the kid for five minutes while the mother ate. And she's like, oh, great, thank you. And she took the kid back. Wow. That's kind of cute, man. I don't know of too many servers that would actually sit and do that, to be honest with you. I think you're one well, of the exceptions. You do what you got to do. You like kids. Um, you want to yeah, watch our so. monster any day, feel free. All right. Arriving at a restaurant minutes before closing time puts a huge burden on your server and the entire staff. Try to get there at least 20 and preferably 30 minutes before closing, so there's no need to keep the kitchen open and push back cleanup activities until after closing. Yep. You agree with that? Yep. You've never just jetted in a place like 10 minutes before close, like, hey, can I get a quick burger or something like that? I've actually jetted in a place, and they were going to close in five minutes, and we said, okay, well, forget it. All right, I've done this, and not anything substantial, like, hey, listen, what do you have? You know, is there something still left out? I'll take that, you know, to not be a burden it's, to the staff. But I was fucking starving. The kitchen is, it's not that bad because you make the food and then you can clean up. All right. But it, it, the wait staff and people mill and sit. And I, if you're going to do that, if you got 15 minutes to close, whatever, call and pre order. Say, hey, we're going to be in. We're going to knock it out. We're going to be out of your hair in a half hour. Dude, that call goes a long way, too. It does because it doesn't. Because I've had people walk in, we close at ten. I've had people walk in at nine fifty-seven. Oh, and at eleven forty-five they leave. <laughs> That's kind of a dick move. And you sit there, and, and I'll, I'll in the summer, I'll turn the air up or <laughs> turn the TVs off. My nipples are sure nearly hard right now. <laughs> no, no, no. So it gets hot, and oh, uncomfortable. Just said turn it up, up like the temperature. Up. I got you. I got you. So I guess down or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, because I, I do at the end of the day, I'll put the air conditioning at. 78 it's 80 degrees inside. yeah and then when we close in the winter i put the heat at 67 oh uh, that's beautiful um so so you believe you like this one yeah yeah, yeah it's out. a courtesy it's a courtesy treat your treat your the best thing you can do is treat your restaurant staff as you would want to be treated all right now this one I don't know if I agree with this one at all, and I'll tell you why after I read it. Don't linger too long after paying the check, especially if the restaurant happens to be particularly busy. Hanging for a few minutes to finish drinks and a dessert is fine, but much more than that, unnecessary ties up the ta- uh, unnecessarily ties up the table, preventing other diners from getting in and out, in turn keeping your server from earning a living. That was written with passion. Um, true. If you're still ordering drinks or have drinks or whatever, um, you're fine. All right. Uh, but there's got to be a point. If you're just sitting there not eating, not drinking, just talking, and there's people waiting for a table, All right. have a little courtesy. I, I agree as long as the eating and drinking have stopped. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. If you're still – I mean, if you get a dessert and you order another beer and then you order another you're – still, you're still spending money. That's right. You're still, you're still enjoying your experience. If it's just sitting and talking, move to the bar. Yeah, go to. I mean, I've asked. I've actually asked people to move to the bar. I'll buy you a drink because we have to a big party coming in. We need the table. Like and they're I, done. Dude, people jump all over that. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, well, usually. Sure. I haven't had really any issues. I've you know. I've I've asked. I've had people volunteer to move when we have like for a buffet mm-hmm. where like they're sitting sporadically throughout the tables, and so we can't really don't have any place to. And a party of like twelve will walk in, and somebody like, oh, move over here. Let's flip that. Place is not busy. Don't <laughs> give a shit. Don't people give a can, shit. Yeah, sit as right. long as you want. There's a the. Aurelio's a Manuka was very poorly managed by the owner's mother. Okay. And there was a guy that came in and he got a sandwich and a cup of coffee. And then he was, he finished and he was sitting reading his book in at like two o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday. 
Nobody's in there. Huh. She kicked him out. Why? Did he order anything? This is, yeah, well, he had eaten already. Oh, okay. But he was sitting there for like an hour, and she kicked him out and said, you know, this isn't a freaking library. Like, he was reading his book. And there's wow. a reason why that place is out of business. Yeah, that's unnecessary. We get a lot of readers in the uh, the bar. And uh, quick quick side note. What was your <coughs> all-time? doesn't have to be Aurelio's or anything. What do you think your cheapest uh, ticket ever was? That you actually served people. You mean for, like cost? Yeah. For example, my cheapest ticket was a guy and a girl who spent three and a half hours to four hours. I'm not exactly sure. Their entire tab was $6.54. Okay. And they spent four hours on a busy night. So this kind of relates to this one, which these are people I wanted to kick out. But, you know, they're sitting, they're talking. What am I to do? I keep killing them with kindness, but nobody wants to move. So that was my cheapest ticket of all time. $6.54 split between two people. It's very that, different because it's a bar. Yeah. Very. So it's this different scenario. I mean, I'm sure, you know, five bucks. I don't five know. bucks and they spent that long in a place. That's when you kind of, kind of. Well, say, I, get though, the fuck you out. know, I don't. <laughs> it's. They earn the same, the same rights as someone who spends more money. I agree. Um, I'm still mad. It's just a matter of of being courteous to the other people. Treat yeah. other people the way you'd want to be treated. If you were waiting for a table and you looked over and people sat for an hour while you were waiting and they didn't order anything where it just wouldn't get up, you know? I agree. But you got to take into account, too. People meet at restaurants to catch up with somebody they haven't seen in 10 years. We get meetings all the time. People selling... I don't know what they're selling. It's like... Uh, it's always seems like it's Mary Kay or something like that, something similar to it. So you get um, a lot of groups come in and they do they get order their glass of wine, but they'll have like their business meeting there. So I guess that's you know. We get people fine. coming in trying to sell makeup to us. To you? To the you know the oh I don't know how many of your they they, they came in three times within like a week and a half and a they tried time, to I, sell to the servers. Yeah, I told them not to come back. I said the second time, and then the guy came back. It was a girl the first two times. Guy came in and they used the same thing. Oh, I want to give some free samples. I don't know how many of your servers, your staff wears makeup. Or and I go, I don't know. Don't you have a big no soliciting sign on the door? Usually? I don't know. It might be there. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, but I go. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah. They all the girls probably wear makeup. I said, but you're not going to sell it to them here. I told the woman last time, don't come back. I don't want you coming in because they'll go to tables. They walk up to tables that are people are eating, and it's like all of a sudden somebody's there trying to sell makeup. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> It just reminds me of a story when I was in college. Tell it. We had the guy coming uh, door to door selling the fake cologne and perfume. You know, this smells just like Dracar. It's like CK1. So they came in, the guy came in and he was like, oh, you know, he's trying to sell to us. And my roommate fucked me because he goes, oh, Luke's interested. And so. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Quality. Quality. (laughs) Um, And I (laughs) walk up there and the guy goes, the guy's like, uh, you know, it was a great <laughs> gift for your mother for Mother's Day. And I go, All right. I said, I'll probably just get her flowers. And he goes, flowers? Don't you think that's kind of cheesy? And I go, well, no cheesier than fake perfume. <laughs> <laughs> and he just left. I don't think this guy's going to purchase from me today. Yeah, uh, that's the way to get a sale. Yeah. Criticize the guy you want to buy. <laughs> All right. Uh, another complaint. Legitimate, timely, and politely delivered complaints about your meal are acceptable. Be respectful. Don't blame your server for a meal that doesn't suit your taste. Whatever you do, don't finish the meal before you decided to speak up. Your server will be happy to provide you with something you like better, but it may be hard for him or her to do uh, without a plate of food that you can show them. I think this is... It's true. Slam dunk right yeah, here. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I got another story for you. <laughs> Probably two months ago, a woman calls me out to the table, says, there wasn't enough sauce on my pasta. Okay. I pasta. Said, so spaghetti, gnocchi, or something like that, or what was she eating? I don't know. Yeah. Just, I, let's, I, let's visualize spaghetti. Okay. And I go, okay. You, I said you dug under because I said we put sauce underneath. It keeps the pasta warm. And then you put the sauce on top. So it's like if we split it. 
Oh yeah, I dug. There wasn't enough. A spaghetti and I said, sandwich. I said, oh, I'm saying. And she would. She had eaten like probably half of it. <clears throat> and I go, okay, well, you know, I can get you some more sauce. She goes, no. She goes, I told the server she offered me sauce too, but no. And I go, okay, you know what? You know what can I do for you? And she's like, well, I'll never be back again. And I go, it seemed really fatal. And and the the husband was like, the pizza's great. And he's slaying on it. And I go, so. I said, let me clarify this. I said, the server offered you more sauce when you got your food. I offered you more sauce. I said, to, you know, it's not like it, it was made improperly. Maybe they didn't use enough sauce, or maybe she just preferred more sauce. All right. Whatever. I mean, I looked at it. It was fine. <laughs> um, I'm like, so you're never coming back because there wasn't enough sauce, and you didn't want the server to get you more sauce. And she was like, that's correct. And I said, all right. Well, sorry, we won't be seeing you. I'm like, I don't know what to... See, her complaint was not constructive. Like, it gives an example in this. What was constructive about that? Well, you you go yeah. out. If you have a complaint, and people have complaints. And sometimes it's legitimate. Usually it's legitimate. But yeah. the idea of complaining is to correct the situation. And if it can be easily corrected. All right. You know, if the pizza's made wrong or and they don't have time to wait for a new pizza, I get that. All right. But bringing them out a ladle of sauce is a eight-second process. You know what I mean? It's not going to disrupt the meal. Do you find yourself complaining more now that you've been in this industry so long or complaining less, depending on other places you go? I don't really complain. Um, I mean, I don't know if you if, if, if you if ever had it. Would you, you, would you speak up if previously corrected. if there was something wrong? I, I have a story. Right. <laughs> uh, Amy likes Panera. All right. Okay. And we got we go and kicks like we'll, love we'll, me a we'll bread bowl and we'll and pick up the stuff. So the first time I go uh, recently, uh, they forgot the bread. Right. Well, the bread's a big part of it. Oh yeah. So I drove back and got the bread. Oh, I'm very sorry. Da 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 da. Next time I go, they forgot the bread. But I looked in the car and I go back in. And I go, hey, this is two times in a row. You guys keep forgetting the bread. The next time I go. They made her, I picked it up, brought it back. They made her salad completely wrong. Like it was the wrong salad. Are these the same servers every time? It was the wrong dressing. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, because I don't know if they're starting to recognize Wrong everything. All right. Okay. And she doesn't like chicken. They put chicken on it. (laughs) So I called and I go, I told her, I'm like, look, I go, I'm not trying to get anything free. I said, I don't, I said, but we have gone three times in a row and three times in a row, they have screwed up the order. I go, and now she's got this salad that she's picking through. I go, I don't know what the hell this stuff is. It looks like mint leaves. It doesn't even look like lettuce. She's like, oh, that's arugula. I go, well, there's no arugula on her salad, you know, at all. There's not supposed to be. Um, Then she went back a fourth time. She ordered a salad, the salad she normally gets. They gave her a salad. It was completely wrong. She went up to the counter and said, look, she goes, they go, oh, we don't make the salad anymore that you ordered. And she goes, well, is it like common practice to like just substitute a random salad then? Or wouldn't you just say, we don't make that salad. We've changed our menu. So four times I'll if there's like I'll call because if there's a consistent issue, if they screw something up, it's like, meh. You know, I know for next time to cl- clarify. All right to to be uh, to be the guy on the sideline. Does calling accomplish anything? I it, it well they does gave it, besides her, you venting. They does gave it really her a free anything? salad okay. for another time, which was fine. But it just it was more of a hey guys, like if someone calls me and says, "Look, You'll every talk time to your I staff. every time I order, I get I order." Uh, I ask them to bring cheese and peppers for the pizza. All right. Probably half the time they forget. Then I'll address, I'll send an email out in the system to the drivers. Make sure you're bringing cheese and peppers to everybody. Yeah. You know, phone girls, make sure that if they order cheese and peppers that you bag it up and, and make sure the driver gets it. That type of thing. All right. So, yeah, it can accomplish something if the if the management staff actually gives a shit. That's the problem. I mean, Panera Bread is kind of like it's a, 
I would say it's a little bit above fast food as yeah, far as you go to the counter. You think that, I mean, there's probably like 18 year olds working there, I'd imagine, and they're like, whatever, dude, you know. Here, well, take your free salad. Go to hell. Well, I don't care if they think <laughs> tell me to go to hell. I just, you know, I just want you pay. And Panera's not cheap. No, it's fucking you know, not you cheap. You fucking pay no. pay twenty dollars for half a sandwich, a soup, and a salad. <laughs> you know, it's you want the bread. The bread. It's called Panera bread. For God's sakes, give me the fucking bread. <laughs> oh, wait a second. It's like a Rillio's pizza, but oh, you forgot the pizza. Right, this is a uh, next in line. Here we go. Dividing a check evenly, usually not a big deal. But dividing it 12 ways is a royal pain in the ass. Yep. If you got lots of check splitting to do, settle it up amongst your party members. Yep. Or at least let your server know that you'll be needing separate checks from the get-go. This makes splitting things up a tad bit more convenient. To be safe, just bring cash when you're eating with a large party. Yeah, don't, 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 don't. Uh... I cater to the separate check crowd. Yeah. And I may have mentioned it on this show. $60 tab, 10 women, 10 separate checks requested. Now, they did this by giving me 10 credit cards. Oh, yeah. I I was sh- shocked. I, I've never seen that in my life. I've seen maybe three splitting a tab, 10 credit cards. Not one person... In that group, could have said, you know what, I I got it. You guys just give me some cash or something like that because it wasn't like a monster tab, right? Sixty dollars, right? Sixty dollars for ten women, yep. which means each of them had a small glass of wine, yeah, and sat there. Well, so we, I do you one better. We had like a party <laughs> yeah. of forty with like twelve oh, separate checks. Fuck that, dude. Okay, twelve separate checks. They called to talk to me. They go, we need to talk to the manager. I go out. I come out of the kitchen. A party of 40. There wasn't a ringleader to this that could have handled this shit a little bit better? Obviously not. No. Um, they complained because the server was taking too long getting their bills together. <laughs> and I go, uh, and I didn't realize it was separate checks. They go, like, we've been waiting for our check for da da da. And I go, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? They're like, well, they got, you know. 12 separate checks and that, that and I'm looking and she's like ringing it waiting for the credit card you know and fig- trying to like organize you know okay this is this person this is this person this is this person you know and I go back to the table I said okay she's getting I said you guys have 12 separate checks it takes a little while I go it takes some time especially if they pull the douchebag move because at least with the women I knew each of them was getting the exact same tab all right that's easy to divide if the group says oh I want $60 on this MasterCard and twenty five dollars on the Amex. Could you put sixty dollars on cash? And you want to put eighty dollars? Your tip comes out of that eighty, and then you're like about ready to punch the fucking wall because now you have yeah. to be, uh, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson and figure out rocket science just to do a fucking tab. So and then they and then they follow up with after you you cash everybody out with oh wait I have a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> Use it again later. All right. Um, let's see what else we got. I think that was our last complaint. I mean, I've actually had the people that had the coupon after we cashed them out, mm-hmm. and I pulled four bucks out of my pocket and put it on the table. Wait, so, oh, I got you. I have four dollars off, and I just look at them like, "Flam, here you go." I'm like, "It's too complicated to open everything back up." And four dollars for four dollars, yeah. Yep. Sticks in every crowd. Asking the kitchen to hold the dressing is fine. But going much further or trying to order off menu is sure to annoy not only your server, but the kitchen staff as well. This will put a kink into the kitchen's efficiency and often requires a manager to step in to figure out pricing. Most restaurant menus are available online these days. Check things out before picking a dining spot. I don't agree with this one. Yeah, no. I mean, I if don't you're, agree with this one at all. It, 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 it's within reason. Um, what the fuck, dude? You I know, mean, if, if, if it's, you know... I want the salad, but I'd like to substitute bacon for all the lettuce. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's not reasonable. That's that's. Not but if it's, can I add? Uh, can I sub uh, cucumbers for tomatoes? Sure, sure. Be picky. Or, Who cares? Yeah, would, what would you know? Can I get a chicken breast on that salad? Even though, sure, that's easy. If a restaurant's not willing to give you what you really want to eat, I mean, as long as you're not going to fucking McDonald's and requesting an eight piece. You know, chicken. Obviously, there's certain things you can't get. We had a woman places, that but... wanted a beef sandwich last night, but didn't want the beef sandwich. 
She, she, instead of just ordering it this way, she goes, I want a beef sandwich, but I want it juicy, but I don't want any beef. I go, she so you want the bread ju- soaked in the au jus? Yeah. That okay. kind of awesome right now. I want one of those. Um, <laughs> but she was like, well, you're girl, because the girl came and got me. She didn't understand, and I've explained it to her three times. And I'm like, well, you know, it was confusing when you were saying the beef sandwich without the beef. That was throwing her off. I, and she kept, like, arguing with it's me. Like, and no I go, shake, hold the cup. And I go, ma'am, she's 17. I go, she's never seen this. I said, it's yeah, it's simple. When when I say, do you want to? I said, that's fine. You know, and you can charge me whatever you did. And I said, it's fine. I'll charge you for the bread. I'm not going to charge <laughs> you for the I'm not going to charge you for the beef sandwich being soaked in bread, you know. It's just, mm. or in the, it's, but it was like. Her complaint was, her complaint was, I'm, you know, like she was pissed. I'm like, she wanted clarification. That's why she came and got me. She didn't understand. People get too angry, which actually leads to our next topic. All right. I'll let you do that. That's work. Work? Oh, shit. Luke, there's a certain store that I hate more than any other store on this planet. Which is? It's a uh, very, very big store. Called Walmart. Oh, not well, you a, have to hate them. It's in your uh, uh, it's yes, in it's your, in my uh, liberal code. Liberal code. Uh, yeah. Yes, but I I have to go there. Unfortunately, otherwise, it's a twenty minute extra drive for the things I have to do around my office. So you're a hypocrite. Yes, very much. You so. hate hypocrites. I hate hypocrites, but I don't want to drive twenty extra minutes, so <laughs> I'm a twenty minute hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there, there actually used to be this uh, place called Food for Less right next to us, which was great. I and mean, I used to go there, but they closed down, of course, because Walmart destroyed them, stepped on them. And Food for Less wasn't that great of a store in the first place. But that's beside the point. So uh, my wife and I go to Walmart and we get our groceries for the office. We get our supplies for the office. Wait in line like everybody else. There's a young woman next to us in the other checkout lane. And there's obviously some commotion going on between her and what I would gather is a 17-year-old checkout girl. Mm. Girl look <clears throat> confused, doe-eyed, just yeah. as this person is now starting to yell at her. Oh, okay. The, the woman, maybe in her 20s, that's yelling, okay? Mm. She's trying to buy pack of cigarettes okay winston's if i recall okay the girl young girl asked to see your id okay 17 year old girl i would guess the woman starts railing on her she goes i don't have my fucking id i'm 30 give me my goddamn cigarettes oh which is the appropriate response to something and it's also a very uh acceptable uh (laughs) alternative to showing an id <laughs> I got pulled over by a cop last week and he said, Can I see your driver's license registration and your insurance? I said, I ain't got my fucking driver's license registration and insurance. Go fuck yourself. And he actually said, Have a nice day. I I couldn't write this story. This is an honest to God true story. So the woman that's checking uh my my groceries and stuff out stops doing what she's doing on my end and she overhears the conversation. Sure. She's like, ma'am. I'm sorry, it's the store policy. We have to check everyone's ID. You should accept this as a compliment. You know, all we need is an ID, and then we can sell you the cigarettes. Right. She turns around, and now she's in my, like, she's looking at me. Like, no one's talking to you guys over there, all right? This bitch won't give me my fucking cigarettes. Calling her bitch. She called her a bitch right then and there in front of all of us. Wow. So I'm getting angry. I'm like, this poor teenage kid just got called a bitch by what I can only assume is somebody that might be on drugs because she looked a little strung out. Nobody gets this angry Mm -hmm. over cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Smokers do. That angry? (laughs) Where you would call... Nicotine's a pull. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously Luke calling somebody a bitch. Oh, he just needs a drag. (laughs) Um, So... They go back and forth, and this manager comes over, and she's like, ma'am, what seems to be the problem? And then she points to the girl again. This bitch won't fucking give me my cigarettes, and my husband's here. I don't know what that had any relevance to it. And she goes, well, ma'am, she can't serve you the cigarettes unless you have your ID. 
She goes, well, I'm going to find my fucking husband so he can buy the fucking cigarette. And I'm not emphasizing the swearing enough because this this was nothing but. So, so I turn around and I'm about to say something. And I was like, ah, and nothing came out of my mouth. I didn't know what to say. And she goes, fuck this place. And then she walks out. Yeah. So I go up to the girl and I said, you know what? I'm sorry for her. You know, I apologize. No one should ever speak to you like that. And I'm sorry I didn't say anything to her. And I was beating myself up in the car that I didn't tell this woman off. I realized that it would have had no effect on the story. It wouldn't have helped the situation at all. And Allison's like, you were ready to blow up. And I was like, I know. But it's the cork stayed in me. And I don't know why. Because because it's not your... It's not my fight. It's not your fight. But it also, it comes down to... The manager should have immediately. The minute she said this bitch, yeah, I would have been like, "Ma'am, oh yeah, she goes, okay, yeah, yeah, you get out of here." That's what she. She said. doesn't so work very here. Calmly, she right? doesn't work here to be called names by you. Yeah, she did nothing wrong. You are banned from the store. You were never whatever you're buying besides it. We'll take. We'll refund your money. You never oh, come back here. I would have been like, "Don't ever come back." Yeah. If you come back in, we're going to call it. And I've told people this. You are not allowed back here. If you come back here, we're going to call the police for trespassing. Yeah. If you call, because we had a guy that kept calling. Uh, I, and we pick, we were like, look, we have caller ID. We know it's you. <laughs> it's Empire. If you, you call talking? again, I'm going to call the call the police for harassment. And they stop. Because <sighs> you don't get a job. People act like like mistakes were done on purpose. Yeah. You know, a girl not understanding what she was ordering, like she was doing it on purpose. Yeah. We had a, we had a woman that couldn't couldn't say the street Theodore. She it sounded like something completely different. Theodore. And the 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 phone girl couldn't understand. I got on the phone. I couldn't understand. Just the two yeah too heavy of an accent or whatever. She, no, she everything else she spoke clearly. Oh, but she for some reason she said Theodore sounded like chair. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> chair Street. It, you know, and I'm like, I don't. I'm like, ma'am, you're not enunciating. And she was like, she's stupid. Da, da, da. I said, you know what? Uh, I said, I'm done with you. And her husband, they had a ten dollar off repeat rewards coupon. Mm-hmm. Her husband made her call back and apologize because they wanted to use their coupon. It, it, did she? She apologized. Yeah, she apologized to the girl. That's good. That she apologized really to happens. me, and I said, no, no, you need to apologize to her because she was really rude to the girl. I'm glad you make them do that. Because that goes a long way. It tells your employees that, you know, you're sticking up for them. Which oh, is I'll stick good. up for them if they're, you know, if, they're, if they don't deserve it. I wish I stuck up for this girl. I realize it, again, it had, it, but it bugs me. It, shit like that fucking bugs me. Because this girl, you know, she probably could have sold her the cigarettes, risked getting fired. Yeah. You know? She's just it's doing Walmart. what they're supposed to be doing. It's probably the one job that gave her a quick shot. She needed some cash. She's young. It's very difficult yeah. to get you know your foot in the door in a lot of places and customer service can be very stressful you're i dealing like justice with, luke you're I dealing, wish that lady you're dealing with people that look down on you because of your job yeah i still hate walmart but kudos to you girl that had to deal with that fucking bullshit so. and kudos to you for supporting capitalism yay capitalism uh luke predictions for super bowl 50 about to happen in a couple hours. You'll be serving pizza, so you're both well, get see, to watch it. I pick? I picked Arizona and I picked uh, New England. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so the Bears, the Bears are winning. The Bears are going to win. Bears by twenty three. By first quarter, coaches there. <laughs> Fifty by half. Um, I think uh, I'm going with the upset. Really, I am going. Uh, well, the Broncos would be the upset. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm picking, I, I'm picking the Broncos I'm too. I'm saying Broncos, uh, twenty-three, twenty-one, thirty-five to thirty. Broncos, Broncos do not score thirty-five points. If 35 the Broncos are to win, they it must be a low-scoring game. A shootout. Peyton Manning will not win. Peyton Manning. I um, and one defensive touchdown for the Broncos. Has Peyton Manning said he is retiring after this season? No, everyone else is saying it for him. Though. They say it for him. That was one of the topics I wanted to get into you with, not so much the Super Bowl, but the forced retirement. Because I've never heard Peyton Manning say that he was going to retire. Okay? Yeah. And I don't I don't think I dig the analysis that, oh, you should stop playing because you're done. I mean, obviously the guy got to the Super Bowl, obviously with help. But 
when I when I run, all right, and all this other bullshit. Every time I do it, I feel a little bit older. Like, ah, it's hurting. And I've actually heard people say, like, you know, you should stop doing that. You're gonna be fucked up when you're older and everything. But right now, I feel okay. It it, it energizes me. It's like probably like when you play softball, you feel good doing it. Yeah. You know. Oh, are you and, supposed to live your life under the guise that, well, in 10 years, this will bother me? Yeah, and that's that's so shitty. Wrap me in bubble wrap and put me on the couch. So I guess the question is, do you listen to other people and their constructive criticism, such as Peyton Manning, or do you listen to yourself? No, he listens to himself. Yeah. And if he's got to listen if anybody's going to give him a job, too. I mean, obviously, you know, forced retirement is when no one will give you a job. And I think that's probably um, the biggest thing. I don't if, think he's going to go, well, I'd like to play again, but. Everyone else thinks I should retire. So. I well, I mean, if he wins the Super Bowl this time, I'm like, that's a good way time. to go. That's a great way to go yeah. out. I just, I you know, I always. Hate I don't know be... if he's got anything left in the tank, and he's a smart guy. He knows. Yeah, you think it's time? <laughs> I think it's time. And he did, I especially mean, since I picked him as a surprise later pick. Not late, but oh, did you win your second? Or, no, he no? was terrible this year. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't play again. Yay. I gotta probably get involved with that because I want to win money. I like money, uh, and all you have to do is get involved, and you win money. It takes no knowledge, no knowledge, and that's what I'm good at. No knowledge. All right, man. Uh, other quick, quick, quick topics here. Lent begins February 10th this Wednesday. Yep. yep. Uh, which means Punchki Day is February 9th, which is awesome. That's a Polish tradition. I don't know if you're familiar with Punchki Day. It's uh, never heard of it. It's big fucking donuts filled with custard. Uh, oh, yeah, people have done that shit. Yeah, I've it's Fat that. Tuesday, and essentially, at least the Polish, and I think there's an Italian side of it, too, but I don't think we call it anything. Uh, you eat terrible, terrible shit full of sugar because, obviously, on Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, you give up mm-hmm. all your, your stuff. You giving up anything for Lent? As the Christian of the group? I haven't thought much about it. it. It snuck up on me. And it's not Christian, it's Catholic. Catholics Catholic. Sorry, up, sorry, sorry. Catholics You're give right. up things for Lent. Catholic. Um. I mean, I'm a Christian. Anyone who believes that Jesus was <laughs> yes. anyone who believes that Jesus was yes, God if you're, is if Christian. You're Catholic, yes, you're a Christian. So. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I haven't thought much about it because it kind of snuck up on me. Like I had to call uh, Samantha and add Samantha, Jonathan, Angela, uh, to add fish and minestrone soup to the order that comes tomorrow. Smart, smart. because I forgot that it started this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and she calls in the order today. Um, Do you give up the meat for? Fridays? Yeah, I try to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, you know, and it's I, I try to give up. I'll probably just give up pop, fast food. Usually that's what I do, especially leading into vacation. Um, because, you know, it's... It's, you know, it's a nice little it, gesture. I haven't drank... About I haven't before. bought pop in probably a month. So you're already giving it up, so... Well, I'm just trying to avoid all the sugar because, you know, I'm getting this little belly and I don't like it. And I don't like cardio, so <laughs> <laughs> I do some cardio and I give up some stuff and hope that it goes down a little bit. I've started the training again, so I'm getting nothing but cardio, um, and it sucks just as much as you think it sucks. So, anyway, you know what sucks about training to run? Uh, the running part. You're running to run. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I wish you would run. There's with no me. higher. I wish good. Jonah would run with me. It's, There's no higher good. No, it's for me. I'm I'm running so that I can get better at running. Yeah, basically. There's one point I was good at it. Um, now it's just all painful. Got to be like Peyton Manning and give up. All right, man. Another quick topic. Star Wars made two billion dollars just yesterday. Two okay. billion dollars total box office. Okay. Any thoughts on that? Wish I had uh, <laughs> half a percent of that movie. <laughs> two billion dollars. That does not include. Any kind of peripheral product uh, or merchandise or tie-ins. I, I noticed a Sigma Delta person. Uh, I think it was Tom Salata. Okay. Uh, Tom's well, an obsessive nerd. Yeah, so, he went and yeah. saw it for the fifth time. Okay, that's uh, the next thing I want to go over with. Continue. Um, All right. It was not a, to me, was not a go back and see it in the theater movie again, which is rare. I rarely will even do that. I don't. I can't even think of a movie I've seen. It's my more next than once question. I think what I saw is, Return of the Jedi. The what movie. have you seen in the theater more than once? Return of the Jedi. Okay. Um, and I would imagine that's twice. I think three times. You saw it three times. Okay. Yeah, that's it's in your show. That's where right? it comes into the play. Yeah. I saw Jedi three times. Um, I believe that's it. So I've seen. I saw Phantom Menace in the theater twice. 
Dear uh, God, man. And I was trying to think if there was another that's a, that's movie. That's a thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to see if I liked it, and I didn't. Um, I was trying to figure out if there was another movie I saw more than one time, and I can't think of one. And I saw The Force Awakens one and a half times because I took my daughter to go see it the second time, but she got scared because of the Silence of the Lambs-like voice of Kylo Ren did not play well with her, like, oh, put the lotion in the basket. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I had mentioned on this show before that my brother-in-law does cosplay with a group called the 501st Midwest Garrison, and they do a lot of charity work for kids. Um, They dress up like Star Wars characters, and they go to hospitals and stuff like that, which I think is really cool. But one of the guys in the troop, this guy named Ted, he plays Darth Maul. Uh, it's a badass costume. It looks movie accurate. It is so cool. You always get people lined up taking pictures with him. He's seen the movie 26 times. That's not an exaggeration. He posts about it every time he goes. He was just in our office the other day. He's seen Force Awakens 26 times? 26 goddamn times. So I just wanted your thoughts on uh, that obsessive... <laughs> Obsessiveness, because I was trying to figure out if you've seen a movie more than three, and I, I can't think of any time I've seen a movie three times. I've seen, well, I mean, twenty six like goddamn times. Movies, certain there's certain movies that if they're on TV, TV's different. I you always paid money in theater. Um, Caddyshack, but I don't stop sit down movie. and watch. But like Goodfellas, oh yeah, or, oh yeah. Um, you know that that one always sticks in my head because they show it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'll be, I'll, if there's nothing on and I see Goodfellas on, I'm like, oh, Goodfellas. And I throw it on. And I might not even just sit and watch it. I'll watch 10 minutes of it or I'll leave it on and I'm doing something sure, else. Sure, background noise. Um, So, I mean, could you say I saw Goodfellas 26 times? Probably. Yeah, but it's a little different. But, it's um, but I, I don't have any desire. Nothing to me is that wonderful. <laughs> and it never changes. You know what I mean? There's no even if you go on a roller coaster 26 times. Yeah. There's still that excitement of you know it happening, and you, you get that that it that <laughs> you know. I the, like your face right now. It just doesn't. It. I don't. I don't see it. I. I don't. It's. It, it, to me, it's. It's ridiculous. Find a find a different hobby. Ted, there's no prize, man. There's no prize. I know you'll probably never hear this, but there's no prize at the end of that tunnel. You don't have to see it 26. Times. Yeah. No one. No one. Uh... No one likes you any better. <laughs> and I don't like you. I don't really like you now. <laughs> you ready for some Dr. Luke? Sure, buddy. Let me get my diploma. Awesome. Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Dr. Luke sex and relationship advice questions I steal off the internet. And Dr. Luke gives us his best professional answer. Dr. Luke, I have another one from the E Not Alone website. Oh. Uh, this is a website where people post their relationship advice questions on a forum and then let the internet destroy them, which is fantastic. Yeah. So this comes from a woman. Her name is Ethan. Yeah, I don't I don't know what Dr. Luke thinks your name is wrong. A T H E N. Ethan. Okay. Okay. Or Athen. Subject. She must be Greek. She feels bad for ignoring her ex boyfriend. All right, blinking over there. I'll read the story. After the breakup, mm-hmm. uh, apparently she dumped the ex. Okay. He said he was confused and afraid to start something again because he might have the same problems that he has had with their relationship. Okay. They continued to check up with each other every week or so and occasionally have dinner. He was a bit flirty. It's been two months since they broke up, and last week I got tired of his behavior because I told him he shouldn't show uh, show up in my life so much. Okay. He, was, he was disappointed, and I acted cold at first. But yesterday, we suddenly bumped into each other. Uh, I waved to him, but we didn't talk. I was with my female friend. Directly after this, I received a message from him. It said, if you're hungry, feel free to join me for dinner today. I didn't reply anything at all, and now I feel just bad. What if he wanted to just talk? Maybe I shouldn't have ignored him. Now I think he may have moved on. What do I do? 
Well, in the simplest form, you did nothing wrong with not meeting up with them. If you want to meet up with them, go meet up with them. If you don't, you don't. Deeper underlying thing here is this woman. uh, The deeper underlying thing is what I keep going with, man. Athen. Athen. Great name. Athens, Georgia. Uh, (laughs) Why is that funny? She... Sounds like a complete fucking idiot. Liked having him hang around. Yeah. And what the hanging around did was validate her value. You know what I mean? So she didn't want to be with him, but she liked the attention. Is that what you got too? I have two ex-employees. All right. The one, the woman used to flirt with the guy. She had a boyfriend. Okay. Flirted with the guy. And I took her aside and I said, look. He will take these things literally. He will become attached to you. Absolutely. When you don't reciprocate, there will be a problem. She ignored my advice. He became attached to her. She then shunned him. He became nasty towards her. Mm -hmm. Okay? She complained to me. I said, what did I tell you? Went through it again with her. But then she kept talking and texting him because she likes the attention she needs the validation so athens georgia you obviously need the validation (laughs) don't toy with the dude if you want to be with him be with him yeah if you've set the boundaries and you just want to be friends you tell him that but don't toy with him and don't use him to validate your own inner confidence Uh, let's let's be honest too i mean he texted you and he wants to get dinner because he saw you wave to him, you right. were being somewhat kind. He's he's any guy that gets broken up with a girl, but you still hang out with him, and you're trying to go the friend route. You knew at one point he was into you. He's still thinking there's a chance. Right. Yeah, don't string him along because he's still hoping for. <coughs> so you're saying just, there's a chance. Yeah, if I just wait this out. <laughs> and guy, move on, man. Uh, it's you hard are to make. Ga- that's a whole another question. You are yeah. gaining. And I have had the girlfriends we dated, broke up, don't see each other for years, see them. It's nice and refreshing to sit down and talk. Cordial. Or nice. chat or whatever and just say, I hope you're doing well. Good. How's everything going? And maybe even then like you're throw doing in, hey, Amazon you know what? hey, I'm sorry I was nasty at the end, <laughs> you know, or I'm sorry I said this, you know, it wasn't, I didn't, you know, I was hurt or whatever. You know, however it comes out. Little reverse cowgirl. Um, <laughs> and you move on. <laughs> Hanging on to an ex like they're your best. And I'm not saying you can't be friendly or friends with them. It's possible. You know, quote unquote friends. Yeah, yeah. If you got an ex and you're going to hang out with them, it's mm, kind of strange. Mm-hmm. You know? I've seen people do it, too. It always surprised me. I just, can't. I, I mean. There's a reason you broke up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing if it's at a group setting. A group, group is different. Group setting, different. But, I mean, if you're, like, just hanging out and going to see Force Awakens for the 27th time, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, that doesn't. <laughs> meh, meh. All right, we got one more for Doctor Luke today. All right, Doctor Luke, I'm gonna go on a first date with this person. Is Valentine's Day an acceptable day to go on a first date? Sure, sixty percent of people would agree with that, Doctor Luke. Give us your reasoning why, because forty percent of people say that is the dumbest first date. Day you could ever go out. So. Well, Valentine's Day is about love, and if you're fucking alone, it can be pretty depressing. <laughs> so if you have someone else who is would be otherwise be alone on Valentine's Day, the fuck's the difference? Are you supposed to wait? And I think what they're going is like the pressure of Valentine's Day. No it's pressure. You, you fucking be lighthearted and you say, "Isn't it funny? Our first date is Valentine's Day. Ha ha ha! Look at this. I got you a, I a little yeah. candy heart." There you go. There's your valentine. You know, and you, you move on. Do you get any kind? You, so you should uh, probably go. No, you don't get her a gift. No, no, not a gift. Jesus not a gift. Christ. Just a little something, something. A little something, something. Like a handy? Oh, you could do that, too. But I'm saying like a little flower. maybe a rose Sure. Why not? You might cheesy. do that on a first date anyway. Have you ever given a present on a first date? I've given a girl f- a flower. Flower? flower? I think I'm just a... I can't think of... Like, like in the course of the date, I might have bought a flower. But like showing up with one or no? A that's candy. ridiculous. Yeah. And cheesy. <laughs> no, I mean I don't, I don't remember who or when. Yeah, but yeah, I know yeah. I've done. You know, you've done romantic. It's things. It's like st- 
do what you want. If you want to be, it's not like you're fucking breaking some code and hurting other people. All right. It's not like you're going in with like, oh, we're having a date on Valentine's Day, so I guess we got to be together. You know, <laughs> you're going on a date. Enjoy the date. Speaking of which, Valentine's Day, Dr. Luke, any suggestions for our uh, dateless wonders out there? Uh, how to proceed with the day? Even it, though they are alone. It's a dumb day. Just fucking do your thing. A lot of people put a lot of weight into Valentine's Day, uh, which I never understood because, you know, it, to me, is just a day on a calendar so much. I mean, I put a lot more weight in other holidays, but Valentine's Day always seemed a little too cheesy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially Sweetest Day. That's Sweetest Day stupid. Oh, my God. I just saw the Simpsons episode. We need another day. Happy Love Day, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I actually got Amy flowers on Sweetest Day because I went. <laughs> Did you say, what the fuck is it? Because <laughs> I went grocery shopping and they said, Sweetest Day, today, flowers. And I went, oh, okay, Amy flowers. Um, but there was no, like, I'm going out to get her flowers for Sweetest Day. Like, I had no idea. Well, a lot of people for Valentine's Day that are single, they usually uh, throw parties and shit like that. And they only invite single people. I just well, that's nice if you're going and you can have like a like a swingers party, yeah, a hookup party. That's but I awesome. just I I no I I'm getting I, too old for that, Luke. I mean, like, oh shit, <laughs> that would have been great if it was like 20 years ago. Who knows? I mean, I just if I was single on Valentine's Day, I I was home. I treated it like any other night. Yeah, there's a lot of porn a movie on that. and <laughs> rubbed one out. And... Uh, I got no more other topics for today's show. You got anything in the bread box there, my friend? Still waiting on your baseball picks, buddy. I know. I said I was going to get them in March. I'm going to wait till March because uh, I have not had a considerable amount of time to think about it, and I really want to. I really want to think about it a little bit more. I mean, you you really came up with a pretty awesome list, and I'm actually editing that episode right now. When I just got through the baseball section, I was like, huh, huh. At least somebody can learn something from this one. So, um, yeah, dude, it's it's still football season, at least for another day. So I'll really get into baseball the second this is all done. I put any weight on these uh, commercials or anything? You you think they're stupid still? I think we've talked about that last. I, year. Some of them are entertaining. I yeah. don't. I mean, like I probably for the fourth year in a row won't get to watch the game, but yeah. um, I see the ones the next day that people say this is the best commercials, and I'll watch the video or something. Okay, um, to see, and some of them are funny. I mean. You know, I think one of my one of my all time favorite ones was the kid dressed as Darth Vader, trying to make things move. Yes, that and was pretty sweet. Uh, his dad he went out and tried to do something to his dad's car, and his dad was inside, and he he hit the lock button, and it the horn went off, and the lights flashed, and the kid jumped back. That was a great commercial, and that's well written too. You don't um, have any special crazy effects or anything no, like that. No, just there's just it just takes a little bit of, of creativity and hits you right in the old heart basket. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I All think right. I had a Jonah story. I can't remember. Well, we got open forum Aaron, right Aaron now. was in for lunch. Uh, oh, go ahead. With the baby, and I talked about the day that he dropped the pacifier and then picked it up and put it in his mouth to well, clean it. We've and, told that story. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> what? That was his <laughs> That was goes, his response. That's how we clean things. What? I'm like, All right, what? Well. It's fine. I told him my dick is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Get on there, Tuffy. Yeah. It's fine. Um. Oh, he. Well, he had his W two. Um, and this is as much a Luke story, I guess. Um, they can because for for a while he was ordering. He would come in and do all my liquor. He's not doing it anymore. No, he's not. Oh. Um, it just got to be too difficult for him to get there and whatnot. And um, so I had his W two, and I too busy being a hero. And you know, anyone who's it's by law, I have to send out people's W twos. All right. And I always have a stack of W-2s that come in, and I always play the game with the employees, um, and I call it, oh, I remember him slash her. <laughs> and I go through the names. You take the, the customers that are, are the employees that are gone, and you have a stack of W-2s for yeah, them. Yeah, and I go through, That's and fantastic. I say, and I'll say their name, and they'll go, oh, that was that uh, pizza guy, that uh, older guy. Okay. Oh, that was, and there's always people that no one has any idea, including me. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have no fucking idea who this person is. Um, but I had Jonah's in there and I, so I, then I put stamps on all of them, sent them out. Jonah still had my address as his address. I didn't even look at it. Really? Yeah. Um, so then like that a couple was years, Jonah, come a on, couple. man. Uh, yeah. well, he just never don't need to change it. It's like, whatever. <laughs> but then I get home and I get mailed, ma- mailed myself Jonah's W2. <laughs> 
So I texted him. I said, hey, you know, I mailed your W-2 to myself because that was the – and I said, so I have it. I said, so next time I see you. And first he says to me, well, it wasn't that much money, so no big deal. I'm like, you have to file it. You have to file it, you <laughs> dumb dick. You know? Um, no, I don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Um, <laughs> so then he go, He like a week later, he says, hey, can you take a picture of my W-2? With your st- <laughs> and just send it to me. So I took a picture of the unopened W two and sent it to him. God damn it! And Jonah. I get back like, ha ha. You this know, is a security number. So then <laughs> I opened it up and sent it. You know, I took a picture and sent it to him. But I, you know, speaking of a uh, uh, stuff like that and social security numbers, I just got a phone call about credit card fraud. I'm Whoa. in the club. Hey, welcome. Two dollars. And 26 cents was charged in my credit card in Pennsylvania from a phone order. I was like, what? Like, that triggered your alarm? And he goes, sir, your card actually is, uh, I can't remember the stagnant account or something. He's like, you only have revolving charges on it that you use this card for. And he's like, there's no other charges that you use it in stores or so anything that, like that. That's and it. there was one charge made from a phone call. With that card, they're like, we're canceling your card immediately. Look for paperwork. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask me anything, so I know it wasn't a scam. You know, he knew my address and everything mm-hmm. like that. He didn't say my social security number. He's like, yeah, this card has these digits on it. We're canceling it right away. I'm like, two dollars. That's good. That's good work. Yeah, I'm. That's fantastic. I mean, so I want to get this straight. Yeah, person in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, it was a phone call. To Pennsylvania. Okay. And that's what the billing came from Pennsylvania. Chose to commit a felony. Mm-hmm. And they bought $2.26 worth of shit. Uh, to quote Luke, exactamundo. He's a smart criminal. I, me and Al were trying to figure out why he did that. And she said, you know, he probably wanted to see if the card was going to get declined charge something very small under the radar-ish, and he was going to use the card for a big purchase. And I was like, well, that's just dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. You <laughs> buy the big thing and hope it doesn't get declined. Yeah, I was like, why don't you just buy you the big one? Because you know once you buy it, you're going to get, you know. So well, that's I had a, a driver that was changing tips, mm-hmm. which is a felony. Oh, it was, oh yeah, 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 you told me about that. I didn't and it was a like, felony. Well, it's because it's uh, cross state lines, wire. Cross credit cards. Wire oh, fraud. Shit. Um, your Rico predicates. Yeah, I, I think he made like an eleven eleven extra dollars, and he could have got charged with a felony. So worth it, my friend. So worth it. Eleven bucks. A six becomes an eight pretty quickly. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, eleven bucks. You got some open forum questions first from professional guest Ryan Madigan of Um That Just Happened. Uh, he wants to know our favorite condiments and why. Uh, I'm gonna go with mayonnaise. Fucking love it. Uh, I like dipping my fries in it. I don't care what Pulp Fiction says. It's pretty awesome. So, Luke? Um, is bacon a condiment? It could be. I it goes like, on a salad. I like bacon. <laughs> Can um, I change my answer to bacon? No. No. Um, ketchup for fries, uh, mustard and onions for hot dogs and sausages. You know, you try dipping fries in sour cream. It's like no. a baked potato. No. It's awesome. No. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, Adam from um, that just happened to ask, was learning the Pythagorean theorem work it? Remember the Pythagorean theorem? Yeah. A squared plus B squared equals C squared? I don't know if you use that every day in your life. I, I probably 95% of what I learned I don't use every day in life. But what it does is it <laughs> sent you on a path. If I was an engineer, it would probably be worth it. So for me and Luke, no. <laughs> but, you know, I took, Other people, I took biology and physiology that I don't use every day. What was your uh, final majors at, uh, at speech, school? Speech communication with a uh, minor in English and a certificate in secondary education. Certificate in secondary. I'm seeing if there's any more open forums. No, there's no more open forum questions. I think we're going to bow tie this show and uh, go watch some Super Bowl or at least go drive pizzas to people watching the Super Bowl. Yep. What do you think? I'll have a beer before I leave. Is that okay? Beers. All right, everybody, go listen to all the shows in the Disease Network. Hey, um, hey, hey. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Cubs pitchers and catchers report in two weeks. Woohoo! Baseball's coming back. Your guys report two days earlier. I, I always wanted to go see a game out in Arizona because my dad's out there now, so maybe we have a spot to go if you want to do that trip. I would do it. All right. Amish Joe's going out for 10 days. 10 days? Yeah, his dad lives out there. God damn. So he's I, I, I was like, thinking a day. 
<laughs> no, no, you go out. You go out for like. Well, four maybe days. two. But I, I mean, mean, me like... and Greg drove out from California for three days. That was great. All right, we'll get Greg involved. I'll go. Shit, three days I could do. I've got to explain to the wife. She doesn't listen to the show, so it's awesome. All right, uh, listen to all the shows on the Disease Network. I'm um, that just happened. The Vag Dialogue, Something Gate, uh, Das Drunks, and of course, the Mothership. You're gonna get a disease. Go Broncos. Have a good Super Bowl, everybody. Later. Have a nice day.